Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. And now, here are your hosts, David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Hello, everyone. I totally thought you just hit record. <laughs> Welcome to episode 102 Woo! of the Worship Ministry Canvas Podcast. Hey, 102, which you is perfect because it's 2012. Yeah. You need to vamp for a minute so I can turn off the air conditioning so it doesn't come on and oh. annoy people. Yeah, just vamp. Vamp. Stretch it out. You know, that kind of reminds me when we were on choir tour and, um, and I think... We may have shared this story already. I can't remember, but yeah, we're on choir tour, and you know, I'm part of the band, so is David. And uh, yeah, you know, you, you have to like before the choir comes up, you do kind of like a like a prelude type thing. Anyway, yeah, we're just kind of vamping. You know, nowadays we call it a walk in. Yeah, it's a, it's walk in. Walk in. We got some walk in music, so we're vamping. And and then you start doing like some some song, and Mary, uh, Mrs. Giving Miriam Gibby was like, "Hey, is that is that a Christian song?" Well, we were song? just playing chord patterns. Yeah, is that a Christian song? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Are the chords Christian? Are these are, are these Christian chords? We weren't playing a song. We were just vamping. We were vamping. Literally. Yeah. And so I threw in a little bit of this little light of mine to make it sound like a Christian right. song. Right. <laughs> to sound like we were playing something. <laughs> this little light of mine. I, we've been saying this for like 100 episodes, but we still got to get her on one of these. I know. She came to our church a couple times. Yeah. I, I was just telling you about that before we hit record. The Gibster. The Gibster, Gibby. Yeah, Mrs. Gibby was uh, was on our show. and um, on Or show. sorry, <laughs> she was at our church. You guys are doing a show now? What's yeah, show? me and Gibby, we call it the... We call it the Gibbonator with Kevin, <laughs> the the Kevinator Gibby. I I don't know, I I can't think of. I, it's it's the week after coming back from Christmas, so we're, we're a little. So yeah, so it's 2012, brand new year, episode. The world's ending this year, apparently. So go out and you know spend a lot of money, go into debt. Sure, because it's all going it's all going to come to a close Why here. Not? At the end of the year. No, but how was your Christmas and the new year? And did you take some time off? We, uh, I guess for years, the staff has kind of taken the week off between Christmas and New Year's. So I had that time off. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. I did the same thing. Did you got, you, so you got to take some time off. Did you go anywhere with family or go anywhere? Spent time with family that I missed for the previous six weeks. Because of the, uh, (laughs) the Christmas program and Christmas tree. This is the busiest Christmas I've season ever in my life. Yeah. Wow. Because we had... The singing Christmas tree, but then we also had you know Christmas Eve and Christmas Sunday, and it fell yep. on a Sunday. So yep. we and we had a Christmas Sunday morning service, and so like which we, we took up all that. We time should talk and, about that because you know we have a lot of people listening who are worship leaders, mm-hmm. and um, you know I, I'm I imagine a lot of worship leaders who um, are listening to this were you know doing a Christmas Eve service and or a Christmas morning service on Sunday. Um, you know, so you guys had Christmas Eve and Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we did the same at Laurelwood. We had a Christmas Eve, Christmas morning. 
Um, so yeah, very busy. Cause, and then mm-hmm. we had, we had a Christmas program at our church also, but I heard of a number of churches that, you know, canceled um, the Sunday morning service. One, one church, um, I was talking to a guy and he said, yeah, you know, we just kind of figured it's the boss's birthday, you know, so we, we take, we take the day off on the boss's birthday, um, you know, meaning Jesus. Uh, so what, what are your feelings? Philosophically, I think there's no reason the church should cancel the service on Christmas day hmm. because like if there's besides Easter, if there's ever a day you should come and worship, it would be on Christmas. Yeah. The day that he came. Hello. Right. Sure. The day that he started the whole God with us thing would be, would be a pretty significant day to worship. Right. Right. But then on a practical and, and familial level, I have a hard time with it just to be honest, because Christmas sure. Eve, Christmas Day. So I was gone from because we had two services, Christmas Eve, and then one on Christmas morning. So I was gone from about two o'clock on Christmas Eve until you know eight. And you know, by the time I got home, the kids were in bed. Christmas Eve night, so like eight thirty, eight nine o'clock, I got home, something like that. And then, then we had to rush through everything Christmas morning and bring the whole family to church mm-hmm. for Sunday morning service. So it's like for our family, it wasn't the best. Yeah. But at the same time, it's Christmas. So, you know, everybody has to make sacrifices for work sometimes. And even if you're a volunteer worship leader, it's still, you're you're called to it. So it's still a job for you, even if you don't get paid for it. So, like, we have to make sacrifices, but at the same time, that doesn't mean they're not hard. Yeah, and, and it is. I think it's tough. You know, I'd be interested for those who are listening, I'd be interested to hear how many people... Um, had a Christmas morning service um, and a Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve, how many canceled it and, you know, maybe what your thoughts are. Because we actually talked about this um, at our church, you know, uh, our whole leadership team got together um, and we talked about, you know, wh- what do we do? Like, do we cancel church? Do we keep it going? And it's hard because there's the, like you were saying, the philosophical, but then there's the practical. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people didn't come to church that Sunday morning because, mm-hmm. They were having their own Christmas celebration. They were doing their own family traditions. I had a pretty hard time getting a band together. Did you? Yeah, I I didn't even bother. <laughs> I didn't even try to get a band together. Um, I just I, I just said, yeah, it's just gonna be me, you know. Um, so I, you know, because I knew that that there would be enough people gone. Plus, I just felt honestly, I felt kind of bad asking volunteers to, hey, can you completely abandon whatever Christmas morning plans you have? and meet really early on Christmas morning. Um, I just didn't feel right about that. So it was just me on yeah. the piano. We did Chris, All we did was Christmas carols. We did like five or six Christmas carols. Mike preached a message. You know, we had some other things, some testimonies, mm-hmm. some people shared. But I actually really liked our... We had a band. We, we so were, you actually did get a band. We pulled in a bunch, a bunch of the youth to come in and play. Oh, we cool. We got a youth band. And actually, for them, I think it ended up being a good thing because it's kind of a... A not a uh, shall, shall I say a not perfect home environment for these two, and it's a brother and sister. So the guy came and played bass, and his sister played rhythm and electric chorus. And our youth pastor played lead. Fun. I played keys, and our other youth pastor sang. And so we kind of had half and half. And, and but and then we had another volunteer drummer and volunteer singer. But um, we did. We focused the the service around letters, and so and actually the videos are going to be up on, and I'll try and link to them once we get them up on the church website. But um, we put put together uh, a guy here did the video part, and I did the I narrated it and did music for the videos, and we did 
three videos that talked about letters. The first letter, the first video talked, just kind of defined what a letter is, you know, letters, communication, direct communication between two individuals or something, you know, just kind of defined it. Sure. And then, um, the second one talked about prophets and stories and like prophets being, you know, the letter God's mouthpiece. God used prophets to, to be the letter. Then the, our pastor, pastor Don got up and spoke about Jesus coming Mm. being the word, you know, the word of, in the beginning was the word was with God and the word walked among us. The letter was with us Ah, cool. for a while. And then we close it up uh, with, with the Holy spirit and that, that we have hope that, even though the the physical presence of God isn't with us, that we have a hope that we'll be with Him, you know. Yeah. And so we kind of kind of wrapped the whole service all all around that stuff. Did a bunch of carols and worked in a, a montage video of uh, random Christmas letter scenes from Christmas movies. Wow. So that's cool. Who put that together? I put that together. Man, that's a lot so. of work. So yeah, it was, it was you kind should of a... you should send it to me and I'll use it next year. Yeah, I'll let you do all the work and I'll take the credit for it. Well, we're hoping to get we have to change the background on the videos that we made, but we're gonna we're hoping to figure out a way to get them out there for people to use for next. Christmas Man, I'd love want. to. Yeah, I'd love to be able to. So use you kind of have like a whole that. package together for your Christmas Eve services. Cool. And you don't have to worry about it, but um. But yeah, so, so, so point point being though, um, you know, I think. I'd be really interested in in hearing kind of people's perspectives because, yeah, we went back and forth and, you know, a lot of reasons to to go to church, you know, uh, to have church. And then also a lot of reasons to, to maybe cancel it, mm-hmm. you know, to focus on family and community. But I, I think I think my big question and maybe we can kind of um, maybe we can try to. Whoa, may <laughs> maybe we can try to uh, land the plane here. Um do we have, do we have to get that? No, I'm not going. I'm not here. Oh, Shh. don't tell anyone. I'm not in the office. Actually, that might be a. Wonder if that's our. Uh, oh, our pizza. We need to pause ten seconds for station identification. Here we go. Mm. All right, we're back. So. Back, so uh, yeah, this is have- officially. <clears throat> This is our pizza. This is our big pizza party for our 100th. Yeah, a couple episodes late. This is yeah. I, I was gonna say this is officially the best podcast episode ever because this, no, it's the best podcast ever. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, how often? I, never. I don't think we've ever eaten pizza while recording. I don't think we've ever done anything besides drink water while we're recording. That's true. We need true. to change that. We need to like. We need to get something new. We start going to. Pub or something. <laughs> be like, be like C.S. Lewis and, and mm-hmm. have a little discussion and take mm. each other at a pub. But uh, that'd be fun. By the way, this is a Christmas present. Oh, look my, at that! Uh, that thing is gigantic. My Bubba coffee mug. It holds one liter. Are you serious? And there's a bigger one of these that holds a gallon. Is that healthy? I don't know. Coffee's just water. Yeah, with a lot of stuff in it, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm not drinking a liter of pop. A liter of pop a day would be way worse. Also, there's, sugar. there's tons of chemicals in pop. Mm-hmm. Man, um, coffee grows on trees and water. You know, cocoa beans. It's God's juice. It's got a lot of caffeine, though. Caffeine. Well, that's um, that's a really big coffee mug. So. I'm impressed. 
No, so this is exciting. Uh, David had the great. I know it's hot. It's very hot. We ordered it like twenty minutes ago. It came in twenty minutes. Delivered in twenty minutes. Yeah, scary. Like maybe it's not cooked all the way. I don't know. It's hot though. But yeah, this is the um, really cool. Officially, the coolest podcast we've ever done. Because um, we're eating pizza right now, and I love pizza. I really do. And our listeners have been listening to us talk about eating pizza for about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay, moving on. Um, so what I was saying right before the pizza arrived was that... Right before all heaven broke loose? All heaven broke loose? What? Oh, oh man, I gotta yeah. get some sound effects back. <laughs> I missed the sound effects. Those were fun. No, but I was saying... Boy, it really, um, I think a really good discussion to have, just in light of Christmas being on Sunday this year and just kind of hearing what different people did, I'd really be interested um, on a practical level to kind of hear, maybe we can kind of discuss in the in the few minutes we have remaining, uh, we can discuss um, how how do you as a worship leader, how do we take rest and take a break because you know same same story for me david i had a busy christmas program and went right into a christmas eve service and then next day followed by a christmas morning service and then you know i took a little bit of time off but honestly i took time off and and then the next sunday january 1st new year's day i was preaching so you know my vacation was spent working on my sermon and now i'm back in the office officially but I just feel I feel tired, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't get a whole lot of rest. How how do worship leaders? I mean, is is it just one of those things where you say, well, part of the job, and you have to make sacrifices? Um, I don't know. I mean, what what do you think? What is your opinion as you move away from the microphone to get a can of pop? Oh no, no, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, what I mean, what do you do? What do you do as a worship leader to um to to stay rested? Here we go. There it is. There it is. Um Well, here's the thing. It's a, we're kind of cursed. Not as not just as worship leaders, but as being in a digital society. It's so now that I have this stupid iPhone. Haha. <laughs> Which, by the way, I saw you got an iPhone. Was that a Christmas present? No, that was before that. Oh. It's a church thing. That's pretty cool. But, um... I don't have an iPhone. The... The iPhone is great, and the iPhone is awful. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> because you're never detached anymore. Like, I didn't want a cell phone for a long time. Remember I remember. We've, we've had those discussions. Because... Because of this issue, because I feel like I need to be able to unplug. I need to be able to be away from the job. And when you have a phone, you're, you're a cell phone with you at all times. You're not really away. An iPhone magnifies that problem because then you have email and you have Facebook and you have all this stuff on your iPhone and you get it's all these always alerts, right there all the time. always in your face. And it, and it's hard. Like, you feel bad when you start ignoring it, you know? So, like, you feel this pressure. Oh, I should probably check and see if that's something important. And so you do, and, you know, it takes a few minutes here, a few minutes there, and before you know it, like, hours are gone. So. 
So what, do you, think, so what do you do? I think what we need to do, like, when we take time off, we need to, like, unplug. Like, we, we need to say, we need to let people know, you know, whether it's on Facebook or with an email or just tell the office staff or, you know, whatever it is and say, I am unavailable this week. And then, then you need to have support, like, not just from your pastor, but from people in the church so that when people try to get a hold of you, cause they will try to get a hold of you because you know, they feel like, you know, their, their issue, whatever it is, is very important and needs to be it, dealt with right now. It's, it's a crisis. And so yeah. therefore it's your problem too. Right. But you need to have people who will say, no, he's, you know, he's on vacation. He's been, you know, he's been going crazy for the last six or eight weeks. He needs to, have some time off to recuperate and spend some time with his family. So were, were you able to do that this this break? I mean, between so, so. between Christmas and New Year? See, since it wasn't like vacation, I didn't feel quite like I needed to be at that level of cutting everybody out. I did cut most people out. But if something like something came up, I'd check my iPhone a couple times a day and but not every hour. Or like, you know, maybe we maybe we just need to let our our iPhone die. <laughs> And don't plug it in until the week is over and then charge it back up when you're ready to go back to work. You know, hide it, give it to your wife and make her hide it, <laughs> lock it away somewhere. Yeah. Put it in a safe deposit box. No, but but I think I mean, if you can disconnect, yeah. you can rest. And I think I think that's a good I think that's a good point. And I think that's that's actually a good word. And you know, I mean I, I try to do that, but you know, it's hard. I mean, because I, I think I feel the same tension that you and probably a lot of other worship leaders out there feel. Just this kind of, you know, you 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 want to serve. I mean, that's why we got in the business because we we love God, we love people, and we want to connect people to God. Um, you know, we want to point people to Jesus Christ, and so there's this tension I feel sometimes where you know I, I want to serve, I want to be a blessing. Um, but it's a it's a double edged sword because you know it's hard when you're trying to you know when you're coming off of a busy season and Christmas I think is busy for for everyone um, but especially so for you know church leaders uh, there's you know just a lot of pressure and a lot of expectations and a lot of services and extra practices and it's busy so. Yeah, you know, I, I think just being able to, being but able that, to. That's another reason we feel guilty, though, too. The, the yeah. reason you just said, because it's busy for everyone. And so, like, so you think about it, you know, we have volunteers who have families who work full-time jobs, and they're still coming in and volunteering their time. Right. To, you know, to participate in worship in one way or another. So you think about them and how much they're giving up, then you feel like, oh well, I can't, I can't not make the same sacrifices that they're making. Sure, and, so and this extra pressure on you. Yeah, and, and you want to be, you know, again, you want to be a servant, and so that's tough, you know. But I think I think it is important because you know, worship leaders. I mean, they're people, and I think people in general need to recharge their batteries. That's just part of life. I mean. There's times where you need to just rest. I mean, that's scriptural. That's that's Genesis one right mm-hmm. there. You know, seven days, seventh day, God rested. There's something to be said about that. And yeah, I, I just 
I, you know, I think I wanted to kind of just talk and explore that idea. What does it look like for a worship leader to rest? Um, you know, especially in today's society, like you said, with the, the iPhone and everything else, right? Well, for a volunteer, though, part-time people, talking with my mouth full. Can you tell? You hear our lips smacking. It's so good. But, um... This problem is just, you know, is magnified. If if you're part-time and you work another full-time job, or if you're volunteering and you work another full-time job, yeah. um, really empathize with, with you out there doing that and applaud you for making that awesome sacrifice. Um, but at the same time, you need to be able to figure out a way because you're probably in a, you know, maybe be in a smaller church or a church plan or something where it's it's harder. Right. But then you need to team up with other worship pastors. You know, find, maybe find some full-time worship pastors and say, will you team up with me so that I can take a break once or twice a year? Like, maybe you can send me some musicians or maybe you have some volunteers in your church who can lead worship that lead worship for you that could come over and lead worship in my absence or... Right. You know, find a way to to get some somebody that's not you that can come in and handle the whole show from Monday to Sunday for a week. So you don't have to plan it, you don't still have to do all the work and then just you know, then you just take the one day off. You need to be able to take a whole week off. Yeah. And and forget about it for a while. Yeah. So good words. Good stuff. Well, we're going to go finish our pizza. <laughs> We're going to eat, and we'll come back to episode 103 without any food in our mouths. Yeah. But hey, you can find us online, worshipministrycatalyst.com. Send us an email to david at worshipministrycatalyst.com. Or kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com. Find us on Facebook.com slash Worship Ministry Catalyst or Twitter.com slash WM Catalyst. And you can send us a voicemail message mm-hmm. to our number, which is area code 360-818-4339. That's area code 360-818-4339. Thanks for listening to the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast for one more episode, episode 102 mm-hmm. in the can. Bye-bye.